women area. At this point in time, let the dog lead the podcast. All right, first podcast, let's get it. First of all, God, I come to you as a trying youth. Do. I beg you not make me flat myself. so back again first let me give you guys a few life updates so of recently my relationship with god felt like it was it was on a plateau like i just felt so blair you get me like it just never have a buzz the part never did a bubble never loved that did not love that for me basically me have a friend i'm not gonna call her name but my other friend and she just met me connect the dots for see why it never did have a buzz and it's because i just lose the spark but guess what if something i got spark something i got spark in my relationship with god so read my update with my relationship with god we are at a really good place right now i'm just gonna love upon him a little more while he loves upon me like he's always been doing um overall i'd say i've been okay like starting this podcast is like a big leap for me if you people know me anybody who know me knows i'm gonna do nothing before i'm nervous anything may i do gsat if anyone knows what gsat is that's like a primary school test gsat may i ball and i weep down the place i'm nervous for exam i'm nervous for everything i don't know what it is about me and change and new things but everything about change just made me nervous so starting this podcast oh my days i think i'm sweating right now just trying to get this right but at the end of the day this podcast is just about me about god about the both of us and it's our journey so who don't like it can't complete that because this is a bit christian podcast um honestly covid time i really have to stop and talk about that because over the last six months 2020 just a deal with we are way though rough mm. just a beat we up box we up drip we up tear off for clothes all of them something there but honestly if you were to take out the time and actually look at what 2020 did for me if i were to do that in my perspective i would say that 2020 is probably one of the most insightful years of my life because everything just passed 2020 said cut 2020 said world stop and i'll know it can't carry on but like you get a lot of time to do a lot of introspection just to really evaluate your standing in life and where your headspace is at and coming from one busy 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 piece of room me did have is like it did just want to soak up all of my time all of my everything that like there is no me time so honestly me glad for covid mm, yeah i'm glad for covid i will just be glad for covid on a personal level don't love what it's doing to the world but what it's been doing for me though getting me where i need to be because honestly i wouldn't even be starting this podcast if covid just never come and so everything pass um next thing your girl is heading to university real big girl stuff i don't know how i feel about that yet i described my thing with change earlier and 
Mm. Honestly, from like last year, I'm saying, yeah, I have one more year left in high school. I'm ready to go. I'm out. I'm leaving. No turning back. Like, that was me, but no, it's just like. <laughs> the thing about university for me is it's not that i'm scared of being by myself but it's just the little things that i never realized that my parents did for me well my mom because i live with my mom i realized that my household was doing for me like just little things like if you don't have deodorant or lotion you just say it you just say i don't have deodorant i don't have lotion and when you come back home it's there or one way or another it's at the house magically and now it's just going to be like really awkward when i say there's no deodorant <clears throat> and it's really going to be monologue because who am i speaking to ain't nobody gonna get me deodorant <laughs> i'm a grown girl now but that's really just the thing about university that's been on my mind like am i nervous yes very i'm a small island girl going to the big america i don't know i almost sound like one of them hallmark moving in small town girl but <laughs> no um yeah i'll update you guys on that university step as i go along but like right now life life have a local buzz for me from my relationship with god have a buzz life have a buzz and that's what i really 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 want to share with you guys first so yeah that was my life update i'm really hoping these dogs in the background don't affect us for the rest of the podcast because i don't know why dogs don't have a bedtime i don't want to say hey see i'm open to hear that i'm sure them look a street dog they just say hey. okay so one thing about this podcast i don't want to go any further without like letting you guys get a feel of the type of person that i am or just like who i am in general you know it's not one of those oh my god who am i where do i stand in the universe kind of talks no 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 it's just i look at getting to know me you know nobody asked for this but if i were in a youtube video i'd be like you guys were requesting on popular demand that i do a getting to know me and well here it is so we're gonna pretend like somebody asked to get to know me and we're just gonna go through so i googled some questions because once again ain't nobody was asking me any of this information all right send your dog thank you okay wonderful so first of all my nationality is a very jamaican the biggest flex of course um i am a student athlete uh, in my last year of high school i was the head girl slash head prefect for my high school meaning i was just in charge of all the rest of the student leaders there <laughs> fun 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 a so gonna story time for all of them adventure day um what is my status me as the grace Amil- as grace hamilton would say me single bad me can't take a problem a joke right now i'm just really as cliche as it sounds working on me as what am i name again i'm just enjoying my singleness as michael todd would say yeah there's just so much about me to like work and develop on before i give someone else that task 
to try and tackle me and everything that comes with it like i'm a good person i think i'm a good person but for angle mm, for somebody to come angle me right now mm, mm-mm. don't love that for them not right now zero stars i'm not really dateable right now not with my mindset anyways i'm talking so much um certain things that i love like my interests i love track and field because it's what i do it's a bias but once you're in it it's just so addictive like the world of track and field it it just exciting festive bad 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 and then when you just when you just start in the world of track and field is like you just can't stop because there's always news there's always something going on some debate and if you know me me love debate me love excitement so track and field is just for me uh oh my look at that sound i'm so sorry for that sound guys my ghetto i love to sing i know i really love to sing if you're around me i'm singing like 24 7 most of the time it's probably like high school musical nickelodeon or some form of gospel or maybe a barbie barbie movie song i really like those they're nice but yeah i love to sing but can i sing though no because i i think god knows what he was doing there there god said i know if you could sing you would never shut up so let me humble you with the voice of a crow and humble me he did thank you senior dog see even the dog agree um some of my fave movies so you're gonna ask how old i am you're gonna actually ask how old i am and mm, guess based off my movie choice at heart i'm like four because my favorite movie mulan one and two favorite disney princess of all time because it wasn't an ascribed status it was an achieved status by being the baddest warrior in the game anyways moving on i love anything from the fast and furious franchise because once again exciting eventful buzzy um i love any barbie princess movie but if i were to pick one of them i would pick barbie and the 12 dancing princesses and barbie princess charm school as well as barbie and the da- the diamond diamond something about diamond some though diamond though brother dog okay anyways i also love the movie lilo and stitch so let's get a little more personal everybody was asking as we know nobody asked but my biggest fear right now in this stage of my life is just not following the path god set out for me and my biggest flaw right now is that i love cheese but i'm lactose intolerant and that's just it's just not working out for me but yeah guys i think that's enough in the getting to know me section as you can see my life not festive festive but it, but it look a festive as we get along and i gonna see how really festive it be and yeah so that ends this section let's get into the meat of the matter so getting into our theme boxes let me just briefly describe one of the main boxes i encountered as a student athlete so like my high school is one of the top academically ranked institutions you could say in the caribbean but mainly in jamaica right and for athletics they're mainly known for like swimming and tennis and you know those little uptown 
kind of sports it's it it never really came down to things like track and field that was not what my school I'm, I'm really trying hard not to mention what the name of the school is it was really not what my school was known for at the time like they probably had one and two athletes but it was never a thing like xyz school is top both academic and athletically it was it was just never like that i don't know what it was but like in Jamaica, in general, you don't find that schools master all the elements. Sorry, avatar reference. But yeah, they don't just master all the all the elements. Like a school can be rounded, but they always fall down short in something, especially when they're really good at something else. In my in my case, my school is really good at academics, or that's what they're most recognized for. But yeah, coming into a, a high-pressure environment like that. High-pressure academic, of course. Because, like, when you're the top school, you just you just come in and it's, like, everybody bright. You're just... It's to the point where everybody bright to the point where nobody not bright. You get me? Like, no one is smart, but at mere fact that everybody is smart. So in order to, like, show up and show out... You'd really have to do the most. And I was not prepared to do the most. But like I'd always get through on grades and stuff. Like I'd prioritize and the main goal would just be like honorable and stuff. Anyways, back to the box. I don't know why I love to go so far from the topic. But yeah, I just described the environment to you. So not known for track and field, known for academics, right? But in my case, when I started track and field, first of all, I started off chubby. I was not physically fit. And that that was not I. That was not I. Academics was me. Sports, no me. It was yes to the book. No to the running. It was no. It was just a no for me. It was just not me. Hated it. Hate to say it, hope I'm not sounding ridiculous, but I just did not think track and field was for me at all. But then I got introduced to throws and then I came across possibly one of the biggest boxes I was put in. And it was the fact that when I started actually competing and representing my school, it's just like the rest of the sports fraternity i don't even know what you call it sports cult anything you want to call it it's just that the sports world in jamaica didn't respect us it didn't respect my school like there were but yeah at this point in time you guys get the gist but like in competing i'd be giving my all out there i'd be training just as hard as every other athlete there and we'd get snide comments like oh my god xyz school just belongs in academics they need to put down the athletics and it would just be like really demotivating especially towards the girls because it's already a high pressure environment try to keep your grades up and then taking on track and field is a task and a half like track and field is not for the week it is it's it soaks up your life it takes up your social life it takes up your your everything like when everybody else i'll go home at three o'clock Guess what we're doing? Trotting it right up to the training facilities. Trotting it on our two little feet. And like, I wish my school was small to say like, it was around the corner. But oof, that trot alone took it up. I'm straying from the point. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, it's just like in general, track and field just took up your life. And it's something that it's either you give it your everything 
or nothing at all. And when I say these girls were giving it their everything and just the hair from, I was giving it my everything and just the hair from like outside sources who are not there at your training sessions, you know, they are not there to see you dying, vomiting sometimes on the field, struggling to crawl back to the line just for your coach to say, yes, man, ready for another set. They're not there through that, but best believe they're ready with the comments. They're trying to put it in a box. See, we got we got to the reference, didn't we? Yes, that box that says you're a nerd. Stay a nerd. But I mean, I came to XYZ school, really trying hard not to call the name of the school, to show up, show out, and just give my 100% in whatever I'm good at. And it was track and field. So that was really the first box that I was placed in upon coming to high school. It was really demotivating and just being in that box. You see, if you don't have the mind to step outside of the box and see that you can really have whatever you work towards and like life is just limitless. Life is so limitless as long as you have a limitless mentality and that's the first lesson i really learned out of high school so that's like the first box that i really wanted to relate to you guys because i don't know how many student athletes are listening to this but they really do expect us to be down out here in the streets they don't really expect us to have any real grades of any way shape or form have you seen the academic standard they have for athletes out there it's actually a little sad it's practically sad because these athletes are not dunce. They're not illiterate. They're not stupid. It's just the standard is set so low for them that it's like, if the standard is set so low, why even try to achieve something above the standard? It's just like, might as well just meet the standard. Like, I just feel like the standard, that box that they put athletes in, it just produces academic mediocrity big words from now i just want to apologize if i keep going off on a tangent but like some of these things hit home for me especially when it comes on to like student athletes and the standard that they set for us out there so i'm really apologizing for this tangent that i've been going off on but i just i just don't love it i don't love it for us and i don't love it for future student athletes so if there's anyone out there a joke moving right along so when talking about boxes, I would say there are two general categories, or at least that's what I made up, two general categories of boxes that exist. So you have the type of box that others put you in, others, aka society, you know, society that tells athletes that you're really supposed to be done and focusing on athletics solely. Um, The same society that says... You're never going to amount to anything outside of your class, outside of your race, outside of your financial standard. It's just whatever society tells you or wherever society places you, that box. You know that box? In sociology, I think they call it social stratification, but stratification goes way beyond finances it's you you have mental stratification like people tell you the way you're supposed to think like if you live in a lower class economy not economy i shouldn't say economy but if you live in like a lower class 
society like the inner city or the ghetto ratatata it's like they're telling you you're supposed to have the mentality of a hustler where you're just living day to day instead of the mentality of an investor where you work hard today you work hard tomorrow you work hard the day after that but instead of seeing the money right away you invest it so that your children and your future can like live on no they don't expect you to have that kind of mentality when you're in lower socioeconomic backgrounds or from lower socioeconomic places like it's just it's so much that society tells you that you can't do and at the end of the day society is just always going to try and put you in a box by telling you the things that you aren't instead of the things that you can be so you see, when you attach your worth, you attach your self-esteem, you attach your time, you just, you invest so much into a standard that's always going to tell you that you're not enough. And I find that so many people are invested in the standard of the world and they just get trapped in the box that the world tries to put you in. Like, people feel like if you don't have enough money, then you're automatically unhappy when you have so many people in this world that they have zero dollars and zero cents, but they have a family that loves them and they're perfectly happy. But by society's standards, that person is not successful because they don't drive a Range Rover Velar, a.k.a. please sponsor me. Um, Yeah, I just feel like that societal box that we're putting it's something that you really have to do some introspection and see if you're really just going by society's standards of what success is or are you going after a standard that God set for you? Because God's standard and the world's standard, not the same, completely not the same. And I just believe that God's standard for each and every person listening to this podcast, it's exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask, imagine or think, according to the purpose that worketh in you. If I remember that Bible verse, I would quote it right now, but I'm not the best with quoting those. I'll Google it for you guys, though. I'll tell you in the next podcast. Um, Yeah, I just believe that our perspective really needs to be shifted from societal standards that are always always when i say always the standard for society is literally anything but what you currently are like it's never going to teach you to accept yourself as you are it's never going to teach you to chase after things outside of the box that it put you in and it takes a real level of consciousness to just see where you are acknowledge what you're doing and if you're in a rut if you're in a pattern Step outside of the pattern, open the box, see the light and blaze your own trail according to God's purpose. And I just feel like for people who don't have a close personal relationship with God, it's going to be harder because the thing that God does, he says to himself, he takes you out of darkness, dark, darkness, darkness, English, Daniel, and he brings you into his marvelous light, like... And then when you step into that marvelous light, you hear what God says about you, like you're a royal priesthood. Like, when you really shift your standard from society to God, it just, 
it shifts your perspective of yourself. You see yourself the way God sees you. You walk different. You talk different. You act different. You pursue different goals. You pursue different dreams. And it just illuminates your life. And I just love that for each and every person. At one point in time, you know, I was shifting to society's standards because I was really going to stop track and field because man, I'll tell no like people not going to see it and I don't think people are going to remember except those close to me because I was not always winning in grade seven, eight, and nine. Your girl never saw past the first round at Nash at the what do you call that the high school championship. But nobody wants to remember those years. But guess what? I remember because I almost let society's standards stop me from my true calling and purpose, which was at that time to perform to the best of my ability and to love upon track and field because that's what's going to take me places. So you see what happened when you don't listen to the standards of society and you just wall out and listen to what God is trying to tell you and what God is trying to bring you through? You end up successful and then people not even going to remember the fact that they tried to put it in a box. That's the thing, you know, they never try. They never remember the fact that they told you you could not be or do what you are currently being and doing. And you're just going to have to laugh at that fact because at the end of the day, it's society's job to put you in that box. That's society's standard. Anything but what you can be, anything but your true calling, anything but your true aspiration. It's going to just try to put you in a pattern. And once again, guys, if you find yourself in a pattern, step outside of yourself, look at your life, look at the way you've been living, thinking, walking, eating, breathing. And ask yourself, is this to the best of my ability? Is this to my full potential? Am I doing this because it gives me a purpose? Am I doing this because it is a standard that I have set for myself? Or I have set according to God's purpose and will? Or am I just going with the flow? Blowing where society says I'm supposed to blow? Because... If you guys don't do that, then boy, I'm a salt murder. Salt, 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 salt. And I just don't want it to be a, fa- a, a fact. I think where any other people listening on this podcast just believe that they have all their life to change and turn. Or they believe like after your work and make your money and at 70 you can start living life. No. You can stop what you're doing. Don't stop school, you know. Don't go tell your parents and me tell them to stop school. But, like, stop what you're doing in terms of following a pattern. And try and blaze a trail. Blaze a new trail. Pave a new road. Heading towards your true calling and purpose and standard. That's all I beg you guys to do. So that's with the box that you allow others to put it in aka society and next we're going to talk about the box you put yourself in so that box that you put yourself in let me describe that box very quickly that box is a day-to-day decision to stay mediocre that box is definitely a mental battle and overall that box is a limit It's a limit that you 
put on the standard that you set for yourself to avoid or alleviate your fear of failure, ultimately leaving you in a state of mediocrity. Yes, no. Yes, no. Shit. Get tech wedge. Rip up a guan. Mm-hmm. Mano. Mano. And you know who for sure I get drip up? Mine. <laughs> may I tell you no? As may I tell myself, like, in this podcast, guys, not even gonna lie. Anything that I say to you guys, I'm saying to myself, it's really God just talking to the both of us. And, like, here's an example, a biblical example, I should say, of this box that you put yourself in. So, there's a book of the Bible named Jonah. Really nice. Super funny. (laughs) Very hip. Very festive. Festive is the word. And I'd recommend it to anybody. So, when you go in the book of Jonah, you book up one man, right? Diligent, servant of the Lord. Like, he he was doing his thing. Praying every day. Talking to God. All all the works. All the good stuff. And then God said, one day... Go and talk to the people of Nineveh, right? Nineveh, long story short, bad place, worshipped idols, bag of things they are going down there. Things things were just not for going. Like, God, just, God was just fed up. He was not having it. He was done with Nineveh and he was just like, Jonah, go and talk to them before me have to talk to them. Because if me talk to them, they're not going to like it. That's basically how it was with the city of Nineveh, right? And Jonah was just like, first of all, before God asked, told Jonah the direct instructions, Jonah was just, when God was like, Jonah, you can do me a favor. Jonah was like, yes, Lord, that's me. You know, I'm your guy. And then God was like, go talk to Nineveh. And he was like, uh, uh, <laughs> me? <laughs> it's a no from me, God. And then you know what, my God? My guy Jonah did, and I just feel like this is so common in society. He ran. He tried to hide from God. I think it's funny because whenever we think, or when I was reading the Bible verse and I was like, call it seven, that's probably the first time I was exposed to it. I was like, it's so stupid to try and hide from God and his purpose and the things that he has called you to do. But then at the end of the day, day to day, how many of us are hiding from God? emotionally hiding from god physically (laughs) just overall blocking your mind from the fact that god has called you to do something but because it was above the standard that you set for yourself and the fear of failure was greater than your will to obey god you just sat there and you just swim around in a little pool of mediocrity mediocrity english daniel and i tell you it's just it's so common i've done it especially with my schoolwork i'm gonna say could i get 90 but me something just go on with the 70 i call it a day i mean like who doesn't do that in school from time to time i mean there's people who don't do it but like sometimes at school it's just like uh... but yeah that's not the point i'm going off on a tangent um, I'm just saying it's not uncommon for us to hide from our true calling, hide from our true purpose, just because of the simple fact that we have set 
too low of a standard for ourselves and we put ourselves in a box jonah put himself in a box he's not used to talking to many nations he's not used to talking and he's never gone to the city of nineveh before but when it was time for god to say yes that is where your purpose that is where your calling is he was just like god me <laughs> hate to say it hope i'm not sounding ridiculous but i don't think i should be going down to nineveh and i mean who you can't really blame him because I'm sure many of us would have been similar in that situation. But at the end of the day, it was just a matter of he failed to acknowledge one, the God that he has. And we do it in everyday society where we think we forget to just acknowledge the fact that God is big and he's almighty and he's all powerful. And he's taken so many people through so many situations. And we just fail to try and apply it to something as simple as passing a test. Like, personally, I have a testimony. I never know nothing for one CSEC paper. You see, CSEC is a Caribbean exam, right? And I just never know nothing for history. I'm going to call it judge. Calling it George, call it quits, same thing. And I say, you know what, Jesus take the wheel for the paper one year because I've studied it all and I still don't feel like I know anything. And I went into that exam and I never think I know nothing on that paper, but it was Jesus take the wheel. And me just saying, what, God, you big? So big up that paper here for me, please. <laughs> and best believe I came through and got that one. And it was the same for Spanish. But never get a one. But me never fail, and if anybody know me and Spanish, that was the road to failure, perdition. I don't even know what failure is in Spanish. So you guys see the problem. Anyways, yeah, Jonah forgot the standard of how big his God was, and he failed to acknowledge the fact that God had a higher standard set for him than he had for himself. And it didn't have anything to do with society. It was just Jonah in himself setting a standard below the standard that god had for him he took his eyes off the prize god had for him and he started looking at the waves around him and then what did my guy jonah try to do he fled <laughs> he said i'm out peace see you later and then <laughs> you know what's funny the last guy in the bible that tried to hide from god ended up being thrown overboard. You guys really should read the story. He ended up being thrown overboard and swallowed by a big fish. Jamaicans would say, why? But yeah, he ended up swallowed by a big fish. So it took Jonah running away on a fishing boat. Let me just describe the journey. Running away on a fishing boat, being tossed and turned by the waves because there was a storm. And they're not being thrown overboard by the same men that were trying to help him hide from God. Actually, I don't think they were trying to help him. But inadvertently, they were helping him hide from God. And it took being swallowed by the big fish. The big fish, you know. The big, swallowed by the big fish is where Jonah said, you know what? Maybe God's purpose and God's standard is a little bit better for me than my purpose and my standard and it's a bit bigger than my fear because i mean he's in a fish at this point in time at the bottom of the ocean he was literally at rock bottom 
And sometimes I was like, doesn't it like break God heart break God heart breaks God's heart to see the lengths that his people will go to just to avoid the high standard that he has set for them for them, I should say. It's actually crazy what we do to try and hide from God. Absolutely whack. Zero stars. Do not recommend. And yeah. So that's what my guy Jonah did. And it took him being swallowed by the big fish. Breaking God's heart. And I was like, let me see what God actually says about trying to pursue his will, right? And I stumbled upon Joshua 1 verse 9. And you know what it starts with? It says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. When I think about this, God's like, didn't I tell you? Girl, I said it a million times. I said, be strong and courageous. So like sometimes I feel like I'm on my bed and I was like, God, I'm really nervous to start this podcast. And he's like, girl, st- stop foolishness. Get up, start the podcast. Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? I really, really and truly, I feel like if God could have could just come and conk me, see, would have conked me. And I'm not for we in this society and world would I get conked because we spend so much time limiting ourselves to a standard that we set for ourselves that's ridiculously low and we really need to align to a higher standard a standard outside of mediocrity because god never called his people to be mediocre when call if you do be strong strong move strong and be courageous courageous also means brave for those who need the breakdown and it says a lot about god it says a lot about the standard that he really has set for us and it says a lot about ourselves putting ourselves ourselves putting ourselves in this box in this just limiting limiting ourselves to this low standard and i just feel like it's time to wake up and smell the inside of the fish like jonah realize that our standards are way too low and we are really on a path to perdition and mediocrity and failure simply because we've set such a low standard for ourselves instead of aligning ourselves with the purpose and will that God has for us. So guys, I think I'm gonna end there. I'm tired for drip up my own shirt. But I'm gonna end with some song lyrics no monaga sing comment on some i can't sing but my love sing it's from i'd recommend the song as well wanna be happy by kurt franklin it says if you're tired of being the same if you're tired of things not changing it's time for you to get out of the way aka get out of the box don't get stuck in how you feel say jesus take the wheel he knows the road that you need to take so yeah guys really and truly thank you so much to listening me carry on as you can see the dogs are telling us that it is time to pack up this podcast and i just really love the support i love everything about doing what god is telling me to do and just tune in for the next time i describe how god works slowly with me and with you
But especially with me, Daniel Slowly. <laughs>